Hello, San Pedro Podcast, episode 39. You are listening to the Hello, San Pedro Podcast. I'm Amanda, your host. Join me as I talk to amazing people within our community, business owners, community activists, local leaders, and people like you and me who love San Pedro. This is a place where we'll share big ideas, discuss hot topics, and spread good vibes. Hey everyone, uh, welcome back to the Hello San Pedro podcast. I'm your host, Amanda Silva. First off, I just want to say thank you for being dedicated listeners and for tuning into the podcast. Um, I had taken a pretty long break without any warning and um, yet I put out the first episode in two months. Last week, there's already over 100 listens and that number just keeps getting bigger it's um yeah it's starting to climb back up again so i just want to say thank you thank you for listening thank you for giving me the time of day um and i i I just want to do my best for you guys um so this episode was actually pre-recorded back in June, and if you listened to last week's episode, you know why it didn't go out that weekend, but um, I still wanted to put this out. This is a great an interview I had with Wolf Bradley, lead singer of The Habits. Um, we talk about his, uh, talk about the band. I love him, love Andrew, and um, I love the music that they're putting out, honestly. Like, it's really catchy. I'm so into it. Um, so the reason that I had him on the show a couple, you know, a couple of months ago was because they had just dropped their um, latest single thirsty and it is so good I'm gonna go ahead and link the um, music video in the show notes so be sure to check it out Um, and since then uh, in fact this past week they were actually played on k-rock for their single casual off their latest ap um, ep um so i really just want to encourage you guys to check them out and if you can do them a solid and go vote for them on um on k-rock's website that would be awesome so i'm gonna go ahead and put that link in the show notes they're trying to get as many votes as they can um they want to be played on k-rock i think again this sunday um so yeah when you hear our interview, he's going to talk about the upcoming show, which was actually like this Saturday, but it's not this Saturday. It's he's referring to Saturday, June 29th. Um, so just disregard that. I'll put another reminder out in the end. But um, <clears throat> yeah, if you guys can go to K-Rock and um, I'll have the link in the show notes. Make sure you vote for their single casual by the habits. Um, yeah, but I don't want to take up any more time. We talk a lot in this episode me and wolf can just go on forever you'll probably need that like fast forward 30 second button on your podcast app (laughs) because um we talk about game of thrones we talk about karaoke if none of these things interest you feel free to just hit that button um i do encourage you guys though to listen to the full episode he wrote a really awesome piece about um growing up in san pedro and we do talk about what uh san pedro might look like in a couple years and if there might be any new venues and what the what that might do what all the redevelopment might do to the music scene so yeah i hope you guys enjoy and here we go 
All right, everyone. We are here uh, with Wolf Bradley, the lead singer of The Habits, mm -hmm. um, a local band here uh, with him and his buddy, Andrew Macatral. And they've honestly been killing it. I don't know if you guys have been following. He has actually uh, has been a guest on the podcast, one of my first guests. So, Wolf, welcome back. Thank you for having me. Honestly, congratulations, because that was a long time ago. That was a long time ago. I feel like ago. people start things and they do not follow through for this long. Yeah, you're right. It's hard. It's hard. I've done it before. Yeah. Not no, it's true. I almost I almost thought that that's for sure what this was going to be. I was mm -hmm. like, oh, let's just test it out, no, you know? No, great. But people have been listening. Yeah. I have like a good group of people listening. Um, I think when we recorded our last episode, I hadn't even put out an episode yet. No, no. Yeah, it was... It was like pre-recording yeah. for the first like four or five episodes. Um, yeah. And since then, it's grown, it's grown quite a bit. Good. Yeah. Um, thank you for coming on the show before. Actually, you were my very, 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 very first guest. I know. I think I was before my mom. Yeah, you were. You were. <laughs> you didn't cut your episode didn't come out first, oh, but you were my, the cool. first person that I recorded with. <laughs> that's cool. Yeah. So ours I was, was like the guinea pig. I you, get it. You were definitely <laughs> the guinea pig. And I thank you for that. Yeah. Um, it's people like you and uh, my friends that I made joint, you know, do an episode with me that have fueled this. <laughs> Good. Um, so, yeah. So there's been a lot going on with you. I've been busy. Yeah. The habits is like. Well, I follow you guys, so I feel like whenever there's something new, like, it blows up. You know, I follow you personally, your mom. I follow the habits itself, you know, on all social media platforms. So when I get – when there's, like, news, it, like, blows up all yeah, over. Yeah, it's everywhere. <laughs> yeah. But it's good. So yeah. you guys just dropped an EP. Yes. Last week mm -hmm. or week before last. Um, it's self-titled because we figured um, – we only have one chance to do that unless we're going to do like a Weezer thing where they just name it by the color. But oh, that's uh, yeah. they did that already. We can't do that. So yeah. we were just like, we have one. We wanted to think of a title, but then I thought, well, if we're, this is the first introduction of a, like a small body of work to the world, why not just make the statement, this is who we are. Right. So here we are, the habits. Mm -hmm. And it's really fun. And it's a summer EP. It really is. That's that was our whole goal. It's yeah. like let's we had like a bunch of songs. Some of them were sad, and some of them were like happy. But like, we narrowed it down to four songs that we felt were like, okay, this is the right thing for the right time. Mm -hmm. We can save this, the downer songs, more emotional songs for the winter. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but this is the summer. We should have fun. I I definitely get summer vibes from it. It is yeah. like really feel good. Yeah, really feel good when like summer beach vibes. Yeah, that's the whole thing. Like I a pool think, party. Yes, exactly like a pool party. But also the video that came out with your mm -hmm. EP, um, for was it Thirsty. Thirsty, yeah. yes. That that whole video was like the vibe of your EP. I feel Honestly, like. that came together so uh so well because it's not that I didn't think the video was gonna be good, but I mean it, we just went to Santa Monica and when we were filming it, the director just had a camera that was hanging around his neck. Really? Because you can't really film things at... Um, oh, yeah. So, shh. And then um, he, he, like, would just kind of, like, film us playing the games and stuff. And and I, was, and I didn't think it wasn't... He's great. His name's Jake Stark. He's He does big music videos and stuff, and he's just our friend, so he helps us out with ours. And um, so I, I knew it was going to be good because he, he said it was going to be good. And then... But it just turned out not way better than I thought, but, like, people love that video. It looks so professional. I know, right? So polished. It looks He's filming so, us on the roller coaster. You're looked, like, how did you do that? I don't know how he did that. <laughs> I and I literally, like, I watched the video multiple times, and 
like around the third time, like I was like, oh, how did he get that good shot when they're in the air? I know. That's literally what I was and thinking. And then we're on the Ferris wheel and I'm just playing the song on my phone how sitting next to me. How did he get that shot <laughs> while you guys were on the Ferris wheel? It was just such yeah, a beautiful. It was, it was a good, it was a good time too. I mean, yeah. Cause who I tried to win a big stuffed animal, but I can't play games. <laughs> so I ended up just winning these like little stuffed animals that, that aren't even, they're just stuffed little pouches that have an animal drawn on it. Or like, like stitched into it. It was like a little seahorse. As a girl, like if you're winning that for a girl or a date, like from my point of view, that's so much more convenient it's the effort that than tries. a huge, you know, giant right. Okay, teddy bear. I get it. Okay, so, you're just saying that to make me feel better, but it's okay. no. Personally, I would have well, been like, oh, I, thank I you. I can't do the ring toss. I, I can't do the ring toss. I we, we tried a bunch of games. I was t I lost at whack a mole. <laughs> But it was fun. It I was feel like time. that would have been good, like an easy one. Yeah, but you'd, I, you'd it's think, been a minute. I'm not good at games. I'm yeah. not good at um, uh, things like that. I get I get uh, really in my head about it. Yeah, and I can't do it. But yeah. then the other parts of the video were filmed at um his place in like Lancaster, and so we drove, <laughs> we drove there. It took us like four hours to get there. My face right now. I was like, what in the world? <laughs> yeah, and um, it took us like four and a half hours to get there. And then it was, we literally filmed for less than an hour. Oh my goodness. <laughs> and then we were done and then it was great, but it was worth the it. The music mean. video came out so well. And like, just to know that he, you weren't really technically allowed to film. At and Santa it worked Monica, and it just worked. Him just having like a camera around his chest. I don't know how you got that, those amazing shots. It looked Cause really good. Cause he's so good. He's so good. He did yeah. our other, like every video we put out, he's done. Wow. Yeah. Um, so for your listeners, I will have the video linked up in the show notes. So you can check it out. Um, but yeah, the EP, it sounds so good. Thank you. I'm really into casual. I just felt like it's like those really chill summer vibes, you know? Um, and then, yeah. And then you get like a little bit more, especially with thirsty, you get a little that's, bit more like, that's the, that's the standout favorite so far. Yeah. Thirsty. Uh -huh. And I knew it was going to be, I wrote that song. We wrote the song with, um, this, uh, bigger songwriter named justin gray like two and a half years ago really and and um i always championed that song i was like this song is too catchy not to do something it's super catchy and so it was just kind of waiting for the right moment um and then before we went in the studio because we recorded the ev in february mm -hmm. and before we went in the studio we talked about that was the one song that we knew was going to be on it mm -hmm. and then we like kind of figured out the rest of the songs um, just for the listeners, I'm going to play a snippet real quick. So you guys know what we're talking about. so good like and it's so catchy I know, but it's it's so like um i'm gonna say a word but i don't mean it in any way it's like it's almost like mindless like you it's like so easy to understand and that's what i like about it i think it's i feel like people don't give pop music enough credit for um being 
easily graspable because it's very hard to write something that sticks in your head. You mentioned that in the first yeah. episode that we recorded that it's really hard to write something that's like super catchy. Right. It's hard. Yeah. No, I, I believe mean, you. It yeah. it's like, takes a long time mm -hmm. to figure out what the actual, what it is, you know, and the, the whole EP is to me is like a series of earworms. Mm -hmm. And yeah. my um, old songwriting teacher always said like sound bite melodies, like like the verses should be simple, so like you could just take the, a sound bite of it, and that's the part that sticks in your head. And the chorus, yeah. the same kind of same right. kind of thing. Not only that, here's the thing too with your EP. I really feel like it has the potential to be like really big right now. Like it is perfect for where we're at in like the yeah. pop world, or really just in like pop culture in general. Like I could see the next big like you know, uh, rom-com coming out and, and having, yeah, in that like you know. scene where they're like, you know, apart, but they miss each other. This is what I hear. Yeah. You know, I definitely yeah. see this, these songs I, going big. Like that, that was the thing I like about our band. And I've said this before, but, and, and it doesn't, I don't mean it to sound cocky or anything is that we don't sound like people come up to me, up to us and say, you sound like the 1975 meets, something else but the next person's not going to come up and say the same thing right so it's like we sound like everything and nothing all at once so we kind of fit everywhere and nowhere and i like that you know because we're pop and we're like a pop band that's actually really true yeah, yeah we're a pop band that doesn't but we don't sound like but like ed sheeran or beaver's doing right now no. we sound or even maroon five at this point like it was just we sound like us and i like that yep that's true because I've even been like, this sounds so familiar, but I can't put my finger right. on it at all. And that's, we, think, we worked a long time to get there. I think it's <laughs> like the feel good vibes is all there. Mm -hmm. You know, the, the, it's like that, the substance, you know, yeah. that those good bands have the substance of like really good vibes and we can't put our finger on it. You know, maybe as musicians you can. <laughs> like, it's like every hit Katy Perry song, it sounds familiar, but. It's just a Katy Perry song. Does yeah. that make sense? Like you, like the first time you listen to a song that's like really good like that, you think, "Did I have I heard this before?" Yeah. But you haven't. It's just that's the song. It's just familiar. And the thing is, is when we separate the songs from the artists, like sometimes they can have a completely different um, interpretation. You right. know, like when I. Like, for example, Katy Perry, like I'm not necessarily a fan of hers mm -hmm. and and not everything attracts me to her and her brand. But when I hear her music, especially played by somebody else like yeah. on an acoustic guitar, I'm like, wow, this is a it's really a good, good song. song. Right. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Same with Lady Gaga, too. Oh, yeah. But yeah. She's her own thing. She, she's a, a mega star. Yeah, she is. She can do everything. But but the thing is, is like with her music is like when someone else is playing it sometimes you can't figure out who sang it the uh, great great songs are always songs that you could do at karaoke yes because because those are the like the songs that everybody will know but anybody can sing what are your karaoke songs uh i go tos my go-to is uh all these all these things that i've done by the killers okay which is a weird one and then i i sometimes do um uh Friends in Low Places by Garth Brooks. It's like a country song. Oh no. I don't usually do that, but yeah. But it kills a karaoke because everybody loves that song. That's funny. And then um. And I, I honestly, I've been trying to find my country, song, not my country song, my karaoke song. Mm -hmm. But I, I can't do. It. I do a lot of uh, duets with my friends. We do Shallow from Stars Born. Me and my friend Gabby. Okay. Because <laughs> our friend Oscar always. I don't really it. care much for karaoke, and that's like not something i tell my friends um just i just told the whole podcast i just now. don't mention i know <laughs> i know there's no secrets anymore because like i casually mentioned things to yeah. you but were recorded so right. it's on no, the, yeah. yeah but um 
my go-to has been in the past, uh, when I'm forced to do karaoke is, um, just a girl, nice. no doubt. And then I think I did a Katy Perry song one time. I think it was like TGIF. That was a great song. Yeah. I, I, I think um, I did it at TGIF. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. I, I like, um, I d- I've done Uptown Funk. Oh yeah. Last time I was at karaoke, I, I do Post Malone sometimes uh-huh. and I'll do Old Town Road because uh-huh. it's just fun. I love like really like, like bi- that's a bite-sized melody song. I love those types of things. Right. So I love singing them. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to hate karaoke. Well, I always secretly loved it, but, um, well, yeah, because when you're people, a but yeah, but like when people <laughs> know that you're in, you sing, then they expect you to be really good. And I like, I just, cause I can sing my stuff decently. It doesn't mean I could sing other people's songs yeah. as well as they can. Also, there's that fear. If you're not a singer, like you probably don't have the same fear, which it sounds like you don't, but like for somebody who wants to see if they can sing good and oh, it's yeah. like their chance. Um, and then, you know, you see those people who go up and they like completely hog the mic or like, they're just way too serious. And you're like, no, no, it's just about having fun. Exactly. That's what I decided. It's like, who cares if I'm good or bad at this song? Yeah. Like, it's just about having fun. Yeah. I've met singers that are like, uh, uh-uh, I don't do karaoke. Like why? Like, I'm a singer. It's like, it's for fun. It's just for just fun. Just have a good time. Yeah. For me, if I can get out of my head, it's really fun. Yeah. Especially if there's drinks involved. Yeah, no, you got to drink a little then bit. That is hilarious. Yeah. We went to, um, I went to K-Town for my friend's birthday. It was like a bunch of us and we, we all showed up. It was like a karaoke room. I think it was like Korean barbecue. Or, yeah. They you know. do those rooms. Thing, yes. Yeah. It was so much fun. It really was. We were all super. I know. I've always wanted to go to do to those things that you can like rent out a room and do karaoke with my friends. Uh-huh. But at the same time, I always like that there's an audience at like, like they do it at PV bowl. Oh yeah. <laughs> and it's uh-huh. like, Oh, there's other people here. Mm-hmm. But I think that's just me trying to be a performer in every aspect, <laughs> be like hamming it up all the time. That's funny. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> um, I wanted to talk also about, so I saw this, um, I mean, I guess you would call it an article. It's interesting because, um, our publicist has been getting us a lot of like press looks and stuff like that, which is yeah. great. But a lot of them are turned into just me writing articles about things that they ask about and they're not necessarily interviews. Yeah. And, and then they're like, Oh, can we get it a little bit longer? I'm like, Oh wow. I'm like a journalist now. <laughs> an autobiographical journalist at Basically the moment. Basically are because when I read this, like, well, I think I saw it cause your mom posted it and, um, it's, it's called a love letter to San Pedro. Um, Okay, before I read some of this, no, 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 I will. I'll just read some of it. Um, Let's see here. I'm actually just going to read from the beginning a little bit. We come from San Pedro, a small town just outside of Los Angeles where everybody knows someone that you do. It's part of LA County, but it feels like a different world. It's made up of people who rarely leave town limits unless they have to. It sits right on the ocean and it's home to the world's second largest harbor, which provides most of the jobs. And there's not a lot of whole, there's not a whole lot to do around here when you're a kid. <laughs> at night, we'd always ta- walk to the cliffs from our house. We'd stop at the liquor store and get snacks and a drink, then post up at the end of Pacific Avenue and watch the waves while we fantasized um, of the venues we wanted to play and the songs we wanted to write. We call that place the spot, and every weekend we'd have band practice and then head there and dream big. Yeah. I love that. We used to do that all the time before. Um... Andrew and I would do it with whatever group of friends we were with um, at the time, but Andrew and I always did that. You know what I'm talking about, though? Like yeah, right at I the know end, exactly what you're talking now, about. They now, like, it's nice there now because they had, like, those benches and stuff. Uh-huh. 
but that wasn't there before. That's where I used to live, right on 40th and Pacific when mm -hmm. I was a kid. Um, and then my dad and I would like skateboard together sometimes, which is weird because neither of us would skateboard now. Like my dad and I used to do like all these like sporty things that neither of us would like now I'm like, I don't know. I don't want to skate. He was like, I was really just trying to do that for you. No, I feel, I feel bad because my dad was a much more athletic kid than I was when he was younger. Yeah. And, and, um, I'm like, he got me a football for Hanukkah one time and we were playing catch in the, in the alleyway behind our house. And then instantly they just like, I tried to catch it, just bent my pinky back. I was like, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. <laughs> like, I'm just not the athletic of a kid. That's funny. But, um, but anyways, we used to skateboard down there and they used to watch the show called Rocket Power mm -hmm. and they had the thing, uh, the skate park there was like Mad Town or something like that. It was Mad Town or Dog Town or something like that. But I called that area Mad Town and I would always like, we'd always like, skateboard in there. And then as I got older, I would just go there with my friends and like we, we would buy stuff at the liquor store right next to the mm -hmm. Pacific Diner and the lighthouse right? Mm -hmm. and then just walk there and like stay there for so long uh -huh. and it was so fun. And um, and we called it the spot, even though we, we we had never been to the spot, the bar. That's that's not that far well, away. Well, when you're kids, you just yeah. feel like you have every. I feel like every group of kids has like that spot. You know yeah, what I mean? So that was us. That was your spot. We would go there, and we would also go to. Um, do you know the park below the Korean Bell, where all the dogs are running around, yes. and they have that that wall. Yes. That kind of is for there for no reason. It's just like left over from the bunkers and stuff like that. Yes. We would just go to the top of the wall and sit there. Oh, that's cool. And like look at Catalina. That's like such a great area for like young teen kids who want to just chill. I never liked going to Sunken City because mm -hmm. I didn't uh, I like crawling um, on the rocks or anything. Mm -hmm. or like getting there. I always felt like I don't like doing things that I'm not supposed to do either. That's just not my... I know. Not my thing. Same. Because I'm not cool like that. But I've, um, always, I've always been a rule follower. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah. I hate getting in trouble. I don't like getting in trouble. I don't like. Uh, it just makes you. It just gives me anxiety to yeah. like do something that I know I'm not supposed to be doing. Yeah. Um, but. Yeah. It's like I can't enjoy this. I you mean, guys. there's exceptions <laughs> or whatever. Like. Yeah. But but uh, we never went to. Also, I was. I'm. I don't want to fall into the place the, the, into the ocean <laughs> if I, so we we would always go to um i feel like living here you forget how beautiful it is over there mm -hmm. because just driving that i drove i drive that every couple days because my friend lives over there mm -hmm. but since i was a little kid like i just lived here right so you just it becomes like you come numb to the idea that it was so nice here it's oh, so yeah. nice here exactly I, I we've said this i've said this on so many episodes since our first one mm -hmm. but like we completely it's like we take it for granted we totally yeah. do yeah it's like we forget sometimes we need an outsider you know we were talking we were talking about like how a lot of people are moving from venice or from other parts of los angeles and buying homes here we're one of the last affordable places in la we're the last like undeveloped front. beach city yes exactly and the undeveloped part is like changing right yeah, now well yeah it's getting developed now mm -hmm. but um but that's one of the things we talk about like we feel like an outsider can see it for oh my god for like everything yeah. that it offers like what look at this you know the korean bell itself is so beautiful it's so nice you have a basketball court. I used to go an, play basketball with, there all the time with You my have friends. like an ocean backdrop while you're playing basketball. I know. It's amazing. Which is why it's been used for so many like, you Movies know, and stuff. commercials and things like that. Um, there's yeah. a, there's an episode of Archer. Mm -hmm. oh, that yeah. I, lo I love Archer. And I was watching. I was like, that's the Korean Bell. Yeah. And they just 
they drew the Korean bell. They're all at the basketball court. It's like the, it's like it looks real. That's not, amazing. Not that it looks real, but it looks just like. Yeah. And I was like, that's it's so cool. It's an animated version of the Korean right. bell. Right, and it was wild. That's was like, really that's cool. Crazy. I'm gonna look it up. I don't really watch Archer. I don't really watch any adult cart. I don't watch cartoons. Anymore. I love adult cartoons. I don't know, like Archer and Rick and Morty. I've never. That's about it. Or Bojack Horseman. I've I just never. love TV shows. I love TV shows. Well, I love TV shows, but I just don't do. I don't do um network dramas. For example, um, are you talking about like, like CSI? Yeah. You're talking about like USA. Yeah. Like like those those dramas because it's like, there's nothing wrong with them or anything, but like, I mean, I'm watching HBO dramas that are probably more realistic than those, you know, like they're a little bit too dramatic for me Yeah. in not a real way. But, but I have seen so many great cameos, like oh, no, no. Pedro cameos. I, 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 totally. <laughs> That's I, I where don't you think, catch them all yeah. on, on all these every, network dramas. They always come here. Exactly. But I, there's nothing wrong with them. And I know people that love them, like. And that's great. Everyone just needs to find their niche. Yeah. I recently, I mean, like, for example, um, Game of Thrones just ended. I love ended. Game of Thrones. How did you feel about that ending? Sorry, spoiler alert, guys. I didn't mind it. Um, yeah, I didn't mind it either. I, I was, I, I just feel like there's no way to please everybody. I was furious when my dragon queen I knew that was going to happen though lost her mind I called that from season 3 See and that's the thing that's the thing that people had to point out to me that there have been signs along the way from the very beginning that she would become the mad queen and for for me and many other feminists out there we were just so disappointed because we saw it there she was like tough but compassionate but and she but she was kind of crazy the whole time She was very much like it did it it took a long time to realize that she was really only she was only great when people were like worshiping her that and, and like Tyrion said it best he was just like she, she would do these crazy things to the bad people so everyone applauded her but like whenever you don't have the bad people there's no slavers there like yeah yeah oh exactly. I love Game of Thrones I, I know could talk I've, for five hours about I Game think of Thrones. like um there's a couple episodes back with my friend Ashley um who's opening up a Pilates studio I probably edited out like 20 minutes of just like <laughs> yeah. side tw- like Game of Thrones yeah. talk um no it's great though I know um, I, I love really pop culture phenomenon on like that exactly like, yeah it's because there's a reason that it is like it's with music too like that like i was saying earlier that old town road song you know old yeah. town road huge song uh-huh. and it's like n- not the smartest song in the world but it's a super catchy and b it's just like a cultural phenomenon that like if you're you can't get on board with it then it's like you're just not you're like i don't want that song because i'm not conforming this is <laughs> you know? totally a switch of genre but you know what randomly came up um on my playlist around the world by Daft Punk. Yeah, great. It literally only says around the around world. The, around and like the world. every time it comes on, I'm like, wow, there's nothing else to this. And it just repeats itself. You know, you know, I also called it the uh, Gangnam style. Mm. But it's like, why would you not be on board with that song? Mm-hmm. Because it's fun. Mm-hmm. Just have a good time. Yeah. And it's like, it's like, if, it's like that thing that, um, I mean, I was that way when I was a kid. Like, yeah. If, if something, if people liked this thing, I didn't like it because everyone liked it. But there's no reason not to like it. If it's, if you like it, you like it. And it, but if you, you just feel so much more a part of the world if you like. It's like people that don't watch Game of Thrones and go like, I don't watch Game of Thrones. They have I'm to the post 1%. a meme about it. Yeah, and it's like it's like why not just be involved in something that 
everywhere around the world people are united with by yes. that's entertainment is that you just get united by entertainment that's one of the things that really like surprised me so much because i i got caught up on game of thrones right when like i was pregnant i had some time on my hands i was like cool yeah. i'm on maternity leave i can i can finally yeah. watch this weird sucker. show to watch while you're pregnant but... seven thousand <laughs> no, no, seven, seven episodes but it yeah. felt like seven thousand episodes um sorry it was seven seasons so it's like 60 episodes at that time mm-hmm. um yeah and so i just binge watched the whole thing that's so good and i when it came back on for the eighth season that's when i discovered the community and people love it there is a game of thrones community and 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 much to your point i think like yeah there's something really cool about music being tv a, being a part of something that unites everything yeah yeah unites and so everyone. and but it's cool because you can you can um music especially it's like Everybody loves the, like, not everybody, but, like, the Old Town Road song is the biggest song in the country. And, like, people, it's like, you play that song and anybody, know, everybody knows it, uh-huh. you know, whether they like it or not. But you can't, that's the thing about pop music, too, is that everyone says they don't really like it, but everybody knows all the words. And, like, it's because it's good. It's yeah. catchy. It's whatever. But um, but also there's, like, there's still, like, subgenres in for people on the the fringe of everything that mm-hmm. don't want that and there's a community there too mm-hmm. so i get it like but it's just like it's so nice to be uh, and maybe this is me like being a sellout or something but it's just nice to be a part of yeah. something that's like has a bigger audience you because know, you feel more connected with more people what's what's amazing is like you could literally go to a bar in of like a completely different i mean hell we can say country um, uh, but for the sake of the example, English speaking, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and have, for example, a, a song or game of Thrones, like be mentioned. And if that other person next to you knows it, you guys are like instant friends. You can, you can talk. Yeah. You could literally be like, boom, there's a layer of trust that's formed between us. Right. You know what I mean? And Completely. then but and music is so important too, because, um, I just, uh, this somebody DM'd me the other day, the the band mm-hmm. about how they love our songs because um, their brother showed it to them, and they have like good memories with their brother. And I was like, yeah, that's the that's what's great about music and entertainment in general is that you you create um, connection and memory and 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 with people with people and with um, moments in your life. Yeah, and so. If you're sharing music, that's the whole thing. It's like sharing music and and the internet makes that so much easier. Yeah. I did a whole, I did another article about um, vinyl Mm -hmm. and how, what vinyl means to me. And I just thought about my grandfather and my dad talking about like, my grandfather always played like Ray Charles and things like that Mm -hmm. on vinyl when I was a kid. And then my dad always talked about how he had a big record collection. I don't have a record collection and I feel like a terrible musician for that, but I really want to start one. Um, But, uh, but it, to me, it's all about sharing music. Totally. So, like, the internet can be... I know it's not vinyl. This is different. But, like, the internet's great for sharing music. Like, mm-hmm. my cousin who's in Germany right now studying abroad, he, like, shared a song with me via this app that um, you have to use. It's, like, WhatsApp or something that mm-hmm. you use with to talk to people from other countries. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I just love this song. It's like, so now he and I are connecting on a through music. Yeah. And, and, and it's, it's important to, to share music like that. Um, same, honestly, same. My friend, um, one of my best friends, uh, Missy, she lives in Philadelphia. Like 
her and my other friend, um, my other best friend, Carla, who lives here, but like still far away. She's like mm-hmm. in Santa Clarita. So for me, that's long distance. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like we have to plan when we're going to get together. We don't just see each other. Yeah, totally. They both were like sending me, um, they, honestly, the only reason I ever got turned on to Cardi B, because like originally yeah. I wasn't into it. I didn't really get her vibe. I wasn't really... I just wasn't into it. Mm-hmm. They both like from either side, either direction, like, separately listen. were like, you need to listen to this. Mm-hmm. And um, that's how I got into right. Cardi no, B. It, that's also how I got into Lizzo. My, Missy, Lizzo's so good. Lizzo is so good. Missy's like, Amanda, you need to listen to the whole album right now. It's very good. <laughs> yeah. It's very good. I am all about Lizzo. She's she's amazing. Um, let's take a break here because when we come back, I want to ask you a little bit more about this article that you wrote. Okay. Um, yeah, and then we'll talk about what's coming up for the band. All right, right after the break. This episode is brought to you by Cryptospace, San Pedro's one and only cryptocurrency lounge. Learn more at cryptospaceus.com and definitely follow them on Instagram at cryptospace.us. All right, now we're back. Um, so I wanted to ask you specifically about this part of your love letter to San Pedro. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm just going to read a part here. <clears throat> Another way Pedro has affected us is our unbudging identity. We know what songs we want to write and perform. Coming from a town like San Pedro makes it almost impossible to sound generic, and for that we're really thankful. Even though musically we don't fit into Pedro, we understand we have the same values as the music scene here. Can you talk a little bit more about that? No, no, I'm just kidding. Yes, <laughs> uh, I. Uh, well, there we go. That's, that's over. <laughs> that's the whole thing. Um, no, Pedro is um, has a great music scene for the genre that it is, and I don't mean that like it's a like it just. The music scene here is like alive and well. Yeah. It's like there's a lot of bands. There's a big community for how small of a town we are. Uh huh. But we don't fit into that community, and that's not a bad thing. And I don't, I don't like resent that at all because it's. I mean, everybody should like everything. Right. Um. But it's a, a little bit more aggressive than our band is. I mean, we're singing la da 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 da. The entire chorus is la da 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 da. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's just like we're having um we're doing that kind of thing and that is not the mindset of of that's not what people relate to that are in the bands in Pedro. Right. I'm not saying that Pedro people don't relate to it because we show throw shows at the, the ballet school and we get like 100 kids out there, yeah. you know. And so it's it's not like Pedro doesn't like us. It's just like the the music scene here is not our scene necessarily. Yeah. But it's actually very hard to find our scene uh, because we're not super Hollywood either. So so, but being in Pedro, we were so isolated from Hollywood that um, when we were trying to because we've been through a lot of different um, sounds, sounds, yeah. and we kind of figured it out. It's like some people figure out their sound right away, and yeah. then we didn't. And that's fine. And it took us a while. And now we figured it out. Right. And um, because because I think I was denying uh, my uh, – because sometimes I'll just write songs. I'm like, this is – people are like, are you trying to write, like, 
a, a radio sounding song. I was like, no, I just don't know how to write anything else. That's just what I do. Yeah. It's like, I'm not, that's why you have so many different bands is because people write, the, it, it's amazing to me how many different people can write different songs. Like mm -hmm. somebody that given the same chord progression or whatever will write a completely different melody and lyrics than somebody else. Mm -hmm. But um, I think I was den not denying it, but like, I wanted to be cooler than la da 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 sometimes, yeah. and I just realized like why why, like yeah. it's it is cool, it's catchy, it's fun, it's catchy. You're amazing at it. Yeah, that's what I do. It'll and be stuck in everybody's. Yeah, ear. exactly. Yeah. And um, like it, Robert in a dress, which was the first single that we talked about mm -hmm. when I had you on last time. I literally had that on repeat, you know, and then it would pop up on my playlist, and I'd be like, oh, one more time, you right. know. It it is one of those songs. Um, well, thank you. And you know, I try not to give in to the repeat because then I don't want to kill it. Yeah, yeah, I always do that. I do that. Every <laughs> I do time. that with every song. I kill I love. every song I ever love. Me too. Every artist. I I don't I do I don't listen to playlists and yeah. stuff. I just listen to. I get really into an artist for about a five month period, and I just listen to their albums over and over again. And then I like go. Oh, I can't listen to them anymore. I know. It's like <laughs> I'm completely done with them forever. Right. <laughs> but they'll always have a special place in your heart, you know, because of that. Their time. moment in time. Yeah. Exactly. But um. But yeah, no, being here made it so we had to like figure it out for ourselves too. Yeah. Because we weren't over, uh, every, like not every band in LA, that's not true, but like a lot of bands in LA sound similar to each other. They're always kind of trying to do a gimmick too. Not again, not always. It's a blanket statement. That's, yeah. I don't mean that. It's just like yeah. a lot of bands there do a gimmick. They're like dressing crazy or they're, they're just made the, the sound of what they're doing is a little bit like depressing or it's like over the top or it's something i and totally get what you're saying and yeah. that's fine because if they do it well who cares like yeah. if you can do it do it if that's your if thing that's just your do thing, it that's what you and do. that's yeah. great and i love bands like that and it's not that i don't like it it's just that i know that that's not me yeah and i feel like for a long time i was trying real hard i was like doing like my outfits were like wild i was wearing eyeliner i was doing like a whole oh thing my gosh. you know i actually remember your eyeliner right period. like i was doing yeah. a whole thing well because i loved green day as a kid yep. and that's what i wanted to be yeah but then i realized like that's just not me so now i'm into like and i, I i'm but i i still want to I mean, it's still important to have like a look or like a vibe so it's so we figured out our vibe and it's a little bit more down to earth it's like, really down to earth it's, it's like, very chill it's, it's people you want to hang out with yes <laughs> like i don't think I could ever, for example, like, I don't see you guys being anonymous, you know, very long. I actually see you guys really. Thank you. I feel very honored to get these interviews, <laughs> no, you know, no. like I had them before <laughs> Hollywood did. Um, but I really do see that. Like, I feel like it's a matter of time before we do hear your, you know, one of um, the habit tracks, like in the background of a, of a movie, you right. know, that hits like the big screen. Like, like I could totally see it. And, um, I think for, for that, I, I, I think I still would probably invite you to like my son's fifth birthday, kind of thing. you know, <laughs> yeah, like, that's, that's how good. down to earth, that's, that's like the down to earth that's vibe, the I get. vibe that you want to give off. Like, I don't want to be too good for anybody, but I also don't want to be like, um, I just want to be authentic. Yes. That's what it is. Yeah. It's it's like you, you want to have your thing and we figured out our, our, our thing. And, and I think it, it works for right now because with things like podcasts yeah. and Twitter and you can, people want to know more about the artist. They don't necessarily like, you have people like Gaga or, or um, just like superstars that are just like, they're like 
gods among men kind of thing you know what i mean yeah. like where you you put them on the pedestal and you're like but you also yeah. have people like cardi b cardi b's great at just being ridiculous all the time and herself very and authentic 100 percent herself and then putting yeah. it online it's like people have an inside look into somebody's life you know yeah. and that's that's the time right now yeah and that worked out for me because that's the vibe i always wanted to give off and exactly, now we have the yeah. resources to do it yeah not everything has to be like airbrushed and like you know yeah to the nines absolutely. post malone's that way too where it's like he's got like a million hit tracks but you feel like you know him mm-hmm. you feel like you know that guy like you don't i mean i don't know if you necessarily want to hang out with that guy all the time but like he's maybe not that down to earth but yeah. he's like but there's like a window into everything because of the internet because of different things and i think that's important it's awesome right because then you can judge people just by who they are rather than just that one song that you may or may not like exactly yeah what i wanted to ask about too is like do you think that the habits will have a a place here in in the new san pedro if you will uh in the music scene i think the music scene is going to be interesting when it's very when the developing is all done because it's still going to be the same kind of See, I'm, I'm so out of touch with the music scene here. and, and I'm not just, super in touch isn't anymore, but yeah. But I just know that there's shows at Harold's Place, and I know all the bands that play mm-hmm. in the in the Pedro circuit. So you're not in the Pedro circuit? No, we yeah. rarely play Pedro. We play here. Like, we're not... But the thing is, it's not anything um, against us or against them. It's, but, like, why would you want to hear the la da 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 at Harold's place. That's yeah, not the vibe of Harold's exactly, place. And exactly. the vibe of Harold's place is great. It's just not the vibe of the band. So I think my question is, do you think that the new Pedro is going to have a vibe, like your vibe? Do you think the vibes are going to match? Maybe. I actually think it. there yeah. is, yeah. But I think there'll be like a subset of people that are like so angry about the the like changes that they're going to stick with the sound, which is great because then that breeds very good punk music. Yeah. And then there's going to be like people like that wanted that are, are, are probably the people moving in here that are a little little bit wealthier than us that are making it another maroon five type band you know yes yeah so i mean like just knowing what we're going to be having coming to town like we're there's like a boutique hotel coming with a rooftop like restaurant or a lounge there, sh- there should be another venue here that's the thing is like i feel like we're kind of like you know we don't have a lot of venues. We have the Warner Ground. It's too big for bands here. Yeah. The Sacred Grounds used to have a venue before they moved across the street. Where they used to be at Nico's, and they have a stage. Uh huh. Um, that my mom used to play in a, a a place here that was in the '80s that is no longer here. I can't remember what it was called. You're talking about underground, like under the building. Where uh, at Nico's, where well, the old Sacred Grounds. Yeah, the old Sacred Grounds. Mm-hmm. But she used to play there as I was alive. But like in the '80s, there was a uh, there's a venue towards the freeway a little bit, I think. And she would always say like, I used to play there all the time. Mm-hmm. But there's no venues here anymore. Yeah, and it's just like very small, small uh, bars, small bars, right? Which is great, but then at the same, but it's great for what the music scene is. Exactly. Uh, but like, we it's can, great for the genre that's happening right, right. now. Right. Yeah, in Pedro. And I think that we could definitely do with a, an all ages venue there's gonna be like an amphitheater in the new um like an outdoor really? yeah an outdoor a- like venue um but but again that's like bigger venue that's like right. we need like a like a there's so many venues in la that are but like that's what i'm thinking like i think that there's gonna be like for example like the rooftop lounge is probably gonna be like a small but like a good Pedro should be a place match. that bands want to come play at. Yes. I mean, I remember... Um, well, I mean, historically, I feel like we've always had, like, a big music scene here, you yeah. know? And that was 
mostly punk, but I mean, we we bred a lot of really cool right. No, bands. totally, totally. Yeah. But I think that Peter should be could be if there was like a one or one cool venue that was like a like we always go to LA and play venues there. Yeah. If like bands come to LA, they could come here because yeah. it's so cool here. It is, and cool. even people go to Hermosa and play at St. Rock and stuff like that, which is awesome. But like this could be a you could have a cool venue here. Totally. But it, uh, my my big thing right now is that venues there's not enough all ages venues. Yeah. Because we are having our EP release show on June 29th at Chain Reaction because it's all ages mm-hmm. and it's further away. It's in Anaheim. Oh yeah. Which uh-huh. is, which is like, I actually harder. feel like I've been there. It's awesome. It's like, it's a legendary venue where every band that I loved growing up played there. Played. Yeah. It was like a, a scene venue, mm-hmm. but, but it's all ages. And that's so important to us because why would you limit your audience? A or kids love music. Yeah. Like teenagers are the future. Yeah. Cheesy but true. Yeah. And 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 they know what like everyone gives them don't doesn't give kids enough credit for um their taste in music. They're like, "Oh, they like One Direction or they like this," but it's like it's important to them. So we should I feel really like when it comes to my my brother who is going into 10th grade next year, I feel like really behind like I feel like I need to ask him like what's going they, on because yeah, he's so, so much, much more, more connected. He's so connected and it's like he knows what he knows what's in, he knows what's out, but I mean, he knows what people like, you know. And, and it's imp- I mean, who do you think like the Beatles when they came over here? It's teenagers. Yeah. I'm not saying that one direction is the Beatles or anything, but like yeah. it's like it's important to listen to like what the kids are listening to because it means something to them. Yeah. And whether you like it or not, it means something to them. And, and it's important. at that time, when you're a teenager, music is the like almost one of the most important things. It's it like, gets it's you through music everything. And friends, yeah. You know. And the friends that you have that listen to music with you. Exactly. You're sitting in your room, and it, like I used to. I mean, I I like music more than the average person, I mm-hmm. guess. But um, when I was a younger kid, American Idiot by Green Day came out. And that's when I kind of discovered how much I loved music. Mm-hmm. I mean, I had liked music for, before, but it was always like my parents' music or something right. like that. And I was like, this is what I like. And then just me and my friends would just sit there and um, play the whole album on guitar. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, in or, or just talk about it or just like, you know, just, and, and it was so important. And I was like, and I was angry. I would listen to some, like some 41 or something like that. Uh-huh. And like, when I was sad about a girl, I'd listen to like the emo blink on two songs like you know it's like yeah and that's what you did because it gets you through so many hard times mm-hmm. no it's true it absolutely is true and i can't imagine how i know what music is to me but like i want to create music but i i don't know what it's like to not want to create music but i can't i can imagine how important listening to music is as a creative outlet yes because for me like creating music is like where i get all my emotions out but before I really knew how to do that, listening to music was was, how you... was where I expressed myself, like in the yeah. genres that I listened to or the bands I listened to. Yeah, absolutely. And it's important. Mm-hmm. And those memories that like, they stick with the music that you listen to in the time that you listen to them. It's, it's like, a, you know, it's like smell is really attached to like memory. Yeah. And, but I think that like music and and uh, music more so than any other medium i think is cuz you can walk around with music you can do this it's not like a yeah. movie like you you have like memories with movies and stuff like that but music specifically you could you pinpoint exactly what hap- was happening 
in your life whenever you heard that that song yeah and i think we that we like underestimate the power of music um like the therapeutic power of music i actually um one of my for one of my friends who got married like a couple years ago her um matron of honor was a music therapist and she told me about all the all the ways that she helped kids and young people and and adults deal with deal with their emotions, deal with their troubles, um, through music. And so I think that she actually did work with like musicians as well, or like taught an instrument. And then she also like prescribed music. Right. Isn't that crazy? Because when you find something that relates to you, you feel heard. Yes. Yeah. I feel understood. Yes. That's what, that's why when you're a kid, that's why music is so important because you never feel seen. One of the things that I said about like... (laughs) bringing her up again, Cardi B's latest like album. Um, when my friends were like sending it to me, I texted my friend, like, where was this album 10 years ago when I needed to break up with that guy? Right. You right. know what I mean? Instead, I stayed in that relationship forever, you know, continually like declining in self-esteem. Right. Totally. Like some, some music is, is like powerful enough to get you through like really crappy times, you know, and it can be empowering and it can be, yeah. So I, I totally, I totally agree with you when it comes to, um, the power of music, especially why we need to involve, not involve, but like not exclude kids from these right. types so of venues. You need that, that, yeah, going back to the original point, <laughs> we went off I on know. tangent. We did a round That's circle. what we do though. But that's, but yeah. It's, 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 there's so many cool venues in LA and so few all ages cool venues in LA. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That that and that needs to change. Yeah, because we just played the Roxy. Mm-hmm. Um, I love the Roxy. Oh, it's great, it's, and that's a that's a venue love, that could be all ages and stuff too. I didn't know that. Yeah. What you know what actually. I should have known that because I went in high school. So yeah, some nights are twenty one, but like when you have bigger bands, it's all ages. Yeah. Um, but we didn't want to. We we could have done our Epirly show there. That was a little th- like a little too big for us, I think, at this moment. Um, but we opened for this other band. And we were the first of five. And this other band is called Set It Off. It's like a, like a, um, they used to do the Warped Tour circuit, but they're kind of like branching into like poppier mm-hmm. things. And they're just super nice guys. And they, they let us open for them. Mm-hmm. And we were literally the first of five bands. Yeah. So I was like, uh, this is awesome. I don't know how many kids are going to be there, but there was like 300 kids there. It was almost completely packed by the time we were playing. We were just the opening band Mm -hmm. and they loved it and they loved music. They were just there to have a good time and like forget about their troubles or whatever. And we made so many fans that are, that are like 16 to 20 Mm -hmm. that can't go to 21 year old like venues. And and they're tweeting us and like, oh, this song is like so good. It reminds me of this. Like, yeah. you know, and it, it, this is so important. It's like, we want you to be able to come to see us play. Uh, yeah, that is, that's incredibly true. And you know, like even with artists who are like, I mean, they're, they're getting big, very young, you know, like Billie Eilish, for example. Is oh, like, she's super young. She's super young. Is she like, thir- she started when she was like 13. Yeah. And then she's now been she's, around, she's like 17 now. Yeah. She's like 17 now. I mean, yeah, she, like the music that she's making, everyone is listening to. And and people her age, like girls her age, are found a place. Yeah. And that's important. Yeah. No, that's true. Okay, well, this is actually a good time to uh, talk about your show again. Let's yes. just give all the info out, and then let's go over where we can follow you. Um, our show is June 29th at Chain Reaction. It's all ages, as I said multiple times. So this Saturday. This Saturday, right. This Saturday. And um, 
it's I think it's gonna sell out actually so get your tickets there's still be tickets online um it's a big show for us it's our EP release show mm-hmm. and we're headlining and we haven't really done that in many venues at all it's kind of our first real headlining show mm-hmm. and um it's such a great venue too I know I've never played there before and I've always wanted to and it's like a place that Andrew and I are have just like love for because I mean every band that we loved growing up has played there before mm-hmm. and um it's a big deal for us and the fact that we can headline mm-hmm. that venue and uh it's gonna be a fun night and we can't wait and uh we're gonna play all the songs off the EP obviously um and all the songs that are we have posted up along with a lot more yeah and yeah. Um, I'm trying to talk my husband into doing like a date night. Mm-hmm. So we're going to look for a sitter. If not, I might just make him stay home with the kid. Yeah. And, it's going to um, be so fun. Make it a girl's night. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Yeah. Um, I, I don't think I have words to describe how excited I am. Yeah. Cause it's a big deal for us. And, and we're like the kind of people that, um, I always say that cause it takes a long time to quote unquote make it. Mm hmm. So you have to enjoy the small victories. Yeah. It's absolutely. all about the small victories. Absolutely. And, and like, I love playing any show, but, um, this is a small victory for us. Mm-hmm. It's a bigger, small victory, but it's, it's like, it's definitely like a milestone. I'm looking forward to you totally selling out a venue in Pedro. Yeah. So I don't know when Let's that'll be, and I don't know which venue it'll be. Like, maybe it hasn't been made yet, but I, I I see it coming. If I ever inherit the ballet school from my parents, maybe I'll just turn it into a venue. Could you imagine? <laughs> that would be amazing. We throw shows here all the time. That's why we started having shows here. I know. We came and saw you. Yeah, that's why we do it, because it's all ages. It's and, all ages. And, and like, we used to have bands here open for us all the time. We, we kind of strayed away from that because we stopped doing it as much, and it was um a lot of work and... Mm-hmm. um we just started going into Hollywood more like playing other venues. But I mean, I love playing shows here because mm-hmm. it's just fun and it's a ballet school. Like who, who wouldn't want to go see a, sh- a, a rock show at a ballet school? I'm curious. Do you have like a handful of like locals who just like follow you everywhere to go to like all your shows? Yes. That's really cool. Yeah. So like, you have like groupies, people, people kind of like, like <laughs> hardcore fans. People in PJ will go. Okay. Less the negative connotations. No, I understand. I understand. <laughs> full on fans. Full on fans. Full on like um, hardcore fans that follow you all like all over LA. If, there's a difference between um, supportive friends and um, uh, fans because you can be a supportive friend and only come to one or two shows. Right. But if you're coming to all the shows, you like the music. Yes. And then, and then they bring their friends. And it, the cool thing about our band is that literally 13 year olds will like us and 60 year olds like us. So like we have, when we say all ages is we have all ages because our, our songs are just that kind of a vibe. I love the age inclusivity right here. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's I imp- think that we've broken up so many things for like this age and that age and like, Oh, this is a separate thing. Our, but our demographic is everybody. Yeah. And I feel like a lot of good music does have that right. demographic. Exactly. You know? Yeah. It's, a, it's, it's great. Mm-hmm. But it's so funny to look out into the audience whenever we play like our bigger shows and see like some of the girls from the dance studio that are like the junior apprentice company, like singing all the words, but also their moms. Yes. Right. <laughs> and then the dads too. Yeah. Because it's, it's cool because it's like, for some reason we figured out a way to be in a, a, a band that like people just like. Yeah. 
or 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 don't feel um ashamed of liking right and that's cool mm-hmm. and 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 everybody, every band should be that way. Like, I don't, nobody should feel like ashamed of the music taste they have. Well, you know, even just like as a kid or as a teenager, like when your parents liked the music that you liked, it felt like some weird acceptance in some mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, wow, like they get me, you know? Totally. It's, it's, yeah. So but if then, you can do that yeah. for, for a family or for a kid, like that, yeah. You, it's, it's having like mother, son, mother, daughter, father, exactly. daughter, whatever singing along to the same song mm-hmm. and we could do that and that's cool yeah and i've n- i didn't it's not like i've never thought about that but then you see it and you're like that's really cool mm-hmm. no it really is well i'm looking forward to all the shows um i still don't know if it's going to be like a date night or a girl's night but i'm looking forward to it also um okay well i don't think this is going to be the last time i'll have you back like i, I said it'll probably be i mean who knows how far you guys will go the <laughs> next the, by the next time but it's not like but it's pedro I mean, come back to pedro that's exactly your home this is this home. Is home so you do things i've always i always wanted to like uh not to sound holier than now or anything but i always wanted to like be successful and then like give back yes yeah that's the goal for everybody i think because my parents are great at that mm-hmm. they um my parents are very charitable people and they give back to the community as much as they possibly can and um i want to be that way Mm -hmm. i am that way i just don't have the platform yet to do it yeah um but i think it's important my parents have always been that way too it's like um you know every every time they hit a new like level of success if you will i mean they always gave back whether that was like in the form of a check or if it was like please everybody come to my house and we want to thank everybody i'd love to there's there's a lot of like music shows here but i'd love to have a pedro festival at some point like music festival yeah because we do like lobster fest we do like k-rock does some things here yeah but i just mean like more of a um have local bands yes and i mean if we're big enough like put on a thing where there's like bigger bands but also be very like mm-hmm. open to local bands yeah. and not uh, the thing i run into like again like we're not super popular in with people that throw the shows here so we've only played a few of them mm-hmm. and we don't ever you know we rarely get asked to play uh-huh. which i think is interesting because everybody knows who we are like why yeah. wouldn't you ask us but um just be like uh, i'm all about I- inclusivity yeah exactly. is, is that a word yeah inclusivity okay, is okay. a word mm-hmm. but yeah, i just want to be inclusive to all genres uh-huh. and ages and everything mm-hmm. have a good time exactly. <clears throat> discovering different music i think figuring that's out a what you like. really good idea that you have there yeah i mean i don't have the money to do it right now but neither do i <laughs> but count me in yeah when i do you. it I'll, we'll set it up i'll mc whatever you need me to do yeah um Cool. I'm really excited about this imaginary um, San Pedro local yeah, music San Pedro fest. local fest. That would be really cool. Well, um, listeners, you heard him himself. Uh, the show is going to go be this Saturday. Chain reaction. What time again? Um, the doors, I think, are at six, and we're headlining, so we'll probably be on like later, later like, yeah, nine ten. Nine ten. Yeah. Um, all right. Well, I'll have all the information in the show notes. I have all the links. The links here. Link yeah. This video. Listen to the EP. I will have a good time this summer listening to the EP, and we're definitely going to get back in the studio and probably release another song by the end of the summer too. Another catchy song. Probably. Yes. Yeah. I mean, I can't it's be not. stuck in my head. <laughs> all right. Well, until next time. Thank you so much, Wolf. Thank you for having me. Okay.
thanks so much for listening guys i hope you guys enjoyed that interview um i want to encourage all of you guys once again to go ahead and vote for the habits single casual on krock.radio.com on the locals only playlist and um, be sure to go ahead and share this with your friends and family if they also live in pedro or they're interested in the community if you like this episode please give us a rating on whatever podcast app you're listening to and i would love a review if you had a little bit more time um thanks so much again i will see you guys next week